Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Welcome, welcome, welcome yes. to the COVG podcast. Yes. With your best friends in the universe. Oh, wow. We've moved George up. George Weedman, Matt Visual, Jimmy Belikoff. Hey. We, we, have, we have a Mr. guest this Frost. week. Yes. Yeah. yes hey, that's the, me. The uncommon yeah. but but semi, <laughs> semi-frequent occurrence is, is happening. We have a number four. It's Zek Frost this time. Hey, a, yeah, uh, exemplary community member. <laughs> you might know me as the community leader for TOVG. Oh, yeah, I've yeah. been I've been known to be called that before. Yeah, same. <laughs> so, He's also a uh, also good friend of ours of mine, and uh, recently just started a little little versus co op let's play channel with him and a few guys. Yes, yes, That's I, hear, crazy. I hear you. Yeah. You have yeah. something to be pushing here tonight. Maybe a little bit. Yeah, we're having, having Zach on because he's a friend, and also also we have a channel that you should go watch if you like versus shows or co-op shows or video games. What channel is it? <laughs> that would be youtube.com forward slash beard boys. Boys is spelled with an boys I. Spelled B-O-I-S. Yeah. yeah. B-O-I-S. Like the correct beard spelling, boys. boys. Yeah. yeah. Why, why is it called beard boys? You don't have a beard, Jimmy. Yeah, are you gonna grow a beard, Jimmy? Are you gonna do a little mohawk? It's actually on your beard? It's well. not the beard on the outside; it's the beard on the, the inside that counts. Whoa, yeah, man, the beard is the images lives okay. in your heart. Yeah, <laughs> I I like how half of the comments I got on my video this week are either great beard or awful hair. <laughs> I can't get one of them right. Like I have to trade out one for the other. It's I can't I can't balance my my head. <laughs> I mean, kind of like, like a uh, kind of like you're a um a Bethesda game character. Oh, oh. which 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 one? A- any? Oh oh yeah, because they have that potato face technology. Yeah, yeah. Lo- love the jank <laughs> technology in quotations. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, the story's good though. Too bad the yeah. characters look like crap. Sp- story of, in of quotations. Which this is kind of <laughs> going a little bit the off the rails, but um, there's th- this is also a story that's not on the outline, but I think is pretty funny. There was an embargo for the embargo of the Fallout Four embargo mm. day. Oh, like like Kotaku released an email. They broke their embargo of their embargo to let oh us dear. know there was a double double embargo. <laughs> oh my! That's apparently, gosh. yeah. Stupid. Apparently, you weren't allowed to. They didn't want you announcing the date of your expected review publication date until tomorrow. Okay. 
the game launches on the 10th and the embargo date is for the 9th, which is fine. It's a, it's a solid day before launch. It's yeah. usually a good thing. But for some reason, I don't know if they really even knew they were writing it this way, but they included a line where it was like, feel free to announce your plans on Friday, November 6th. And I, uh, I mean, all right. Yeah, <laughs> they 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 didn't, though. I mean, they they laughed at it and made it an article. But well, that's good. Yeah, at least they handled it right. Yeah. <laughs> By breaking it completely. Yeah, just be like, you know what? Fuck I mean, it. I mean, when embargo is is like blatantly weird or stupid, mm-hmm. I don't think there's any. I feel like it's it's you're free to throw caution to the wind. Such as, uh, did you guys hear about uh, Dragon Quest Heroes embargo? Or was it? Is that what it's called? Is there an embargo? I I, I think I know the game you're talking about. It was the, like yeah, the, yeah, like Dynasty Warriors it's, Dragon Quest game. It's straight up like oh, Hyrule, Hyrule Warriors, but Dragon Quest. Yeah, it's. Uh, I was hearing from some friends who are playing it. Dragon uh, Quest Heroes is called. Yeah, yeah. that's what's yeah. called. Um, that you are not allowed, and this is not like a pre-launch thing. This is the game is out and has been out for several weeks. You're hmm. not allowed to stream. Or show video of anything oh, past, yeah. like, I think it's like, I don't remember the exact part, but it's like, you get to a part in the game and then you just can't show anything after that on video oh, really? or stream. I, I it's did just like hear, not allowed. like, offhand comments about that on Twitter and I didn't know if I should take them seriously or not because, like, how do they enforce it? Like, how do they automatically scan any given review of the game on YouTube for footage past that certain point? Yeah, I don't know. Also, um, part of the embargo, I don't have it in front of me, but this is just recalling details that was told to me by, I believe it was uh, Austin, like Eruption Austin. Um, it was You can't like edit the footage to present a what could possibly be a misleading representation of the game. So you have to show like continuous footage only. Says and who? Says Do they think they're the, God? The game devs. Yeah, like seriously, like what are you, like... Dude, it's like a completely and totally basic misunderstanding of what like a video review or video like let's play is like people are allowed to fucking do whatever they want with your game in a video form afterwards like i don't know what they're planning on stopping it's public information yeah like like trying to take that video down is is like, hilarious like, uh, you got the first amendment going for you <laughs> yeah it's it's really silly what, I mean, what are like, they the thing do? is the it's... thing is that japan doesn't have the first amendment <laughs> yeah oh that's, come that's on true. they they <laughs> they I'm have sure something they, different they do fine sure, yeah exactly but, yeah. everyone has has something that's the schmirsched amendment right right however the internet is not japan nor is it america that's true so I'm thinking, like, I guess it, but it still like takes a human on their end to process like bad <laughs> copyright claims, which they can do. They can hire an intern to just go through it. Like Sega did it during the Shining Force situation. Yeah. But now, like, because that same intern is no longer there or they've decided they don't want to have people at the office 24 seven searching YouTube for footage of this game, like... You can just upload anything outside of of their their exhaustion threshold. Yeah, I mean, I think the only reason this didn't become an issue is because, like, 
a spin-off Dynasty Warriors game of like an already pretty I would say like out of popularity franchise isn't exactly you know yo man the, don't be the, talking shit about dragon quest <laughs> i'm just saying realistically like when like dragon quest is still coming out but it's not like the next final fantasy is right. out oh my god or like the next you know metal gear or whatever like it's it's you know it's dragon quest and it's yeah. a spin-off so it's like this wasn't a game where everyone was like are you kidding me it was just like i i mean i know a grand total of two people who have played it so yeah i've barely heard anything I, about this game yeah but like it so that I feel, I feel like that's why it didn't become a big issue, but it is kind of a fucking issue that, I don't know. But even I then, know, I, I still want to ask the important question here, and that is, what are you going to do? Sue me? Yeah. Cause, they might copyright cause I'd like, claim I'd or like something. to see them try. Right, which, in which case, that's good for the channel. Like, I know by experience. <laughs> please, please take my videos down and claim them. Yeah, that that uh, is a great favor to do for the YouTubers you don't like. You know, what's also funny is that their whole thing is like, like, don't edit the footage. Like, if I do, you'll be able to find it less than if I hadn't. <laughs> like, yeah. a, a highly edited video is like really hard for auto copyright claim things to find as opposed to yeah. one that's just continuous footage. They, with, they like, have to match oh, up the frames. And you can't use any music in your video that isn't just the background music of the gameplay footage. I think the thing that we're we're learning from this is that the thing we're learning right now is that they don't understand YouTube. They don't understand it like at all. Videos. They don't get it. Like it's confusing. And it's so weird because they make video games like they know how editing a visual medium works. Yeah, and it's like I I always feel like like I'm stereotyping doing this, but this is again from like like the legal part part of a Japanese company, and it's like the same shit that happened like Nintendo and Konami. They just like fundamentally don't understand how things work. It seems on like YouTube and stuff. Well, it's just the the culture behind the internet and Japan is very different. So yeah. I can see why that would be a case there. What a yeah. time anyway, to be alive. Sorry for cutting in seven minutes of news into the non-news portion of this podcast. It's okay. <laughs> hey, Zach, what have you been playing? Okay, here we go. I've been oh, doing right. I've been doing Street Fighter V. Like, Seriously? Like a lot. Like a whole okay. lot. Okay. Like, okay, scary amounts. This is, so this they is had the beta the, they've, they've been putting out, Right, they had the beta on pc and ps4 recently uh it was a couple weeks back actually um it was over the weekend and i jumped in on the pc i don't have a ps4 to play it on but i jumped on the pc and there was a few issues here and there with it um but it was a blast and uh what internet issues or uh well okay so it wasn't internet so much there was actually a really weird frame rate issue uh and i I kind of tracked it down um (laughs) to being Mm -hmm. a whenever the game is actually downloading an update um, it would actually like put it down to like 28 frames per second. It would be running at like half speed. Oh, it was really weird. Oh, um, like your actual so animations good. would be really slow. And, but you'd see like in the versus screen, you would be like 
uh, you know, when you're selecting a character, rather, um, you're like, you go over Armika or something like that, and she just like slowly moves, and her mouth is moving <laughs> really slowly, but her voice is like correct. It's all mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> and so you're like, you go in, and you start playing the game, and it's and actually, as soon as you get into a game, it's fine. So it's obviously something's mm-hmm. going on in there and in training mode, which you go into training mode, and as you're playing in training mode, it's in matchmaking in the beta. So you're like. You can train in between doing a, an actual fight. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you've actually gone ahead and got into a fight, it was completely fine. There was no issues. Um, but there is, you know, I played a whole bunch of that, like a whole crap ton. And it was really cool that they added mm-hmm. um, all of the characters from the first beta into the second beta. Because they were only going to have so mm-hmm. many characters in the second beta. And then they just, on the last day, they were just like, you know what? Here's all the characters. And they just threw them at Dang. us. And so we got to play with them all. But, um, you know how PC is very, uh, hackable. Yes. <laughs> so the thing about that is that you can still play street fighter five right now, not <laughs> online, but you can get into the training right. mode and you can play as all of the characters because they put them all into the beta. So oh, there's, there's, no. there's a backup floating around somewhere. Yeah. And Interesting. you can get it and you can continue to learn how to play this game and have a good time. <laughs> and, <laughs> Just and so you know. <laughs> more importantly, have have the leg up in February. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. going to be a and fun I'm, time. I'm wondering about that. I, I haven't been paying attention to the beta. I'm not a super huge Street Fighter fan, but I indulge sometimes. And um, like like would going through the story modes in SF4 help out? For Street Fighter Five, or would that just be kind of a waste of time? Right, like how how different is it between these two iterations? Um, it's hugely different, and the reason I say yeah. that is because Five is going to be way more accessible than Four ever was. Um, That's surprising are, because Four was one frame four is not hard to play at all. Yeah, this one's incredibly much much easier, uh, especially when you're getting mm. into the higher levels of play. Um, Wait, you're going to see you said the Four the, is easy to play. Did you just say that? Yeah. <laughs> Have you I, seen I, high play? Have, have you seen no, like pros I, I play? I have, but it's not hard to do. Like when I, I I play against some friends of mine who are way more into it than I, and I still can hold my own. They're probably like I'm not definitely that good. not as good as them. <laughs> if you can, which means they might not be good in general, but I can still hold my own and whipping poisons cane around. Well, it's, you mean mashing? You like? It, I don't know, like no. When every I see the- character in Street Fighter has like four, only four specials you got to memorize. It's it's not hard. It's not like King of Fighters. There's okay. Wait, well, actually, me, no. King me, of uh, Fighter. Okay. Uh, yeah, let anyways, me interrupt you, George. Quick, clean this up. Quick, clean this up. <laughs> I'm gonna clean this up real quick because when you get into <laughs> the higher levels of Street Fighter Four, it gets pretty crazy. Like there's um, certain frames of animation that you only have between landing a combo. So generally in like Street Fighter Four, a lot of the combos are starting with a couple of jabs. Um, for like in Bison's, his starts very easily with three crouching punches, light jabs, mm-hmm. and you can do those oh, within wow. a frame of two. So literally two frames of animation, you can press that. And I might be wrong on that, but I'm just kind of giving an example. Um, Then you from there can then link a special, which is you do it as soon as you land the last jab in that combo. You can then do uh, like his scissor kick and then Mm -hmm. you'd have to do it at the same time as it lands. So the big deal on on Street Fighter is that you can do a lot of linking, which kind of is it's known as canceling in other games. But linking is how they kind of go with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the biggest change between four and five is that they've made linking 
incredibly easy compared to what it was in four. So you can, okay. and they've also changed in how these things are done. Cause a lot of the times it used to be, you'd start with these jabs, a lot of jab combos at the beginning, but now they've added it to where instead of it being, you're tapping these jab button, you have what's called target combos and target combos are mm-hmm. really, really simple combos that you can do with every character that are not every character. I should rephrase that. Um, it's more so that each character has in their command list, uh, a, a target combo that they can do. So, uh, Hmm. for example, uh, if you're playing Nash, his is uh, light punch, medium punch, and it just does Mm -hmm. it really quick. So then you would just link the last bit of the medium punch in, and that's a special. So that you just landed a three hit combo. Mm -hmm. So the reason that that's like way easier. It that that wasn't even hard to follow. (laughs) I play a lot of Street Fighter, (laughs) so (laughs) hopefully I can Um, explain it. Are you? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think. Sorry to cut you off, Matt, but I think that Street Fighter Five. This was my experience playing it at E3, and now hearing other people saying it is kind of confirming it to me. Street Fighter Five is kind of doing the same thing that I was talking about. What uh, Rivals of Ether is doing, where it's like it focuses on your ability to like think through a situation and see like what you should do, as opposed to putting all your focus on just trying to get those stupid moves Combos, off yeah. yes. on those one frame links yes. and all that stuff. Kind and, of like, like Rising Thunder was trying to do, but they yeah. kind of made it like really, really easy. Oh, was it? I, I never played it. Yeah, yeah I uh, played a few. I, I, kinda, I, I quite like it. It's just, um, I don't know. I just never sticked with it, I guess. Mm. I well, think Thunder was a good time. Y'all I play, it. Y'all, you told me about this, Frost. You're the one who told me at SGC about it. I think it. so, yeah. It was a, it's a good game. It's it's very simple in this way. It's like you just have like the the standard inputs for punch kick, you know, medium punch, medium kick, stuff like that. And then you have for your specials, you don't even input like quarter circle forward then punch to do a hadouken. Mm-hmm. It's just literally a button, and it has a cooldown, yeah. which is combos nice. are really easy to link up. Yeah, yeah it, it's quite satisfying. But also when you when you fight with somebody who knows like I, I guess like the the secrets. You can kind of see where where the high level play comes in, and you're like, yeah, it's "Oh, like I can't win." <laughs> when there's actually, you know, they're actually relying on their fundamentals and using their abilities that they've learned and learned the matchup and stuff like that. That's where it actually comes into play when you're noticing somebody that's skilled yeah. instead of the right. I have to push this in the one frame that I can. Which yeah. is another thing, but because when I'm, you go into a high level match in, in Street Fighter, and you know, like I went to a match playing Ryu and I, I fought against a, 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 a evil Ryu and he just did like the overhead leg thing and then crossed yeah. me up and I was like oh yeah. no <laughs> I, can't, I can't do anything I can't do anything yeah. Wait, what you were saying George? I, I'm, I'm just wondering if there's like a sacrifice that game feel takes to um, making the control scheme more accessible because then maybe there's a little more of a disconnect between some really satisfying, visually impressive combo you see happen on the screen versus some satisfying, um, um, tactilely impressive stuff you're doing with your fingers. I think there is some merit to that, but um, I think that makes, instead of it being about, oh, he pulled off the combo, like the one where he... Where, you know, in Street Fighter 4, you can watch an evil Ryu and you can like call out the next move he's going to do in every combo because it's just like it's very easy to see what the optimal combo for him is. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think that it'll make Street Fighter 5 less about that and more about mix ups and like, 
all right, so you hit him three times, and there's nothing that will combo for sure after that. But now it's the mind game, and you can go into another combo if you read them correctly or fake them out or whatever. Because, I mean, I, I saw some pretty impressive stuff happen with... Uh, I was watching Maximilian's Armika video um, of just, like, stuff he figured out in the beta, and it was, like, really impressive to watch him do some of this stuff. And it wasn't necessarily, like, true combos, but just like it's like the mind game stuff and just like figuring out what to do and when uh it it made it like as impressive for a different reason yeah I and, guess. and I to point out one more thing um you said that it would be kind of tactilely different um for like high level players yes that's probably going to happen where they're going to be really like if you if you've ever heard of smug he's a guy that plays dudley and dudley, he can yeah. he lands the most insane combos if you ever have the opportunity go on youtube and watch smug do a freaking combo you'll be it it won't make sense to you at the time but then you try and play that character and then you'll understand that you will never be Mm -hmm. smug because he's that good (laughs) and the thing is i think he he hundred hundred zeroed somebody at evo this year i wouldn't even if i remember correctly be surprised there i mean the game does limit that you can't actually do a hundred percent combo in that but eventually right but i mean like a mix up somewhere in there yeah 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 that's very possible to do (laughs) and so i i could definitely see it happening but if you've ever watched him ever do it it's it's insane and then you put that same idea into street fighter 5 there are going to be combos that are that difficult there is going to be stuff that is that hard but it's not going to be your bread and butters that are going to be that not your most Uh commonly used combos are going to be the most difficult thing to pull off. It's going to be more simple stuff that you can more easily do. It's good. I I think it's healthy for the game to have that easier, I guess, threshold because like a lot of people have to focus on execution so much. And, and it's especially when you don't have anyone to fight on your level it kind of yep. sucks so you yes. kind of lose faith right you know yeah, it, that's what happened to me because i've been getting into fighting games for the last year or two or so and i've been watching a bunch of stuff on street fighter and stuff like that i watch like gutex and mike ross or whatever the fantastic show or whatever but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. and i've been learning all that and it's just like i can i'm just not i can i'm not good at the game <laughs> I'm not I'm not good at the game. You know, like my old days of playing Marvel vs. Capcom where I mash buttons and do these crazy arrow combos and stuff like that. Those days those days were, were cool, but like now playing against people who actually know, you know, it's uh yeah. I would say yeah. and I would say Street Fighter Five is the time to get in. Um as soon as it comes in, y- yeah. uh, jump in. You're gonna have a great time because it's actually accessible. And on top of that, yeah. the best time to get into a fighting game is right when it comes out. So right. I would say because that's that's when the competition is at their weakest. That's when the meta <laughs> is starting to be learned. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. One one question: um, Are you uh, using a stick or are you wearing a pad? I have a what's called a hitbox. It is. <laughs> It's a oh, stick. No. It's a stick no. in design, but instead of it having the actual stick part, it's, yeah, it's for buttons. buttons. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all oh, buttons. No. I have an all button controller. <laughs> stick. So thing. you have to, so ever wherever you go, you're going to have to bring that cuz there's no way some other guys is going to have like a hitbox. I mean, my goal really is to just be an online warrior with this one uh, because the online okay. in this one I haven't I haven't even mentioned the online in this is so good. It's so very oh, good. No lag. No, I no mean, lag. it's it uses the rollback netcode, which 
is vastly different than what you experience in four where four when you see lag it's like the game slows down and it's like horrible right in rollback it's just that you'll kind of catch every now and then if it's like a really bad connection you'll catch like you'll see a hit go through but then it'll immediately take it back and then show you what actually happened kind of thing but it's really fast mm. done you, you can understand what happens and uh mm. it makes the if you get into a really bad connection it's hard sometimes but for the most part everything is perfect as far as it plays Roll you know if, you, if you're having like a, a generally good if you did you ever play street fighter cross tekken online at all yeah because it had Not the exact online, same no. net code oh gosh and yeah they they just went ahead and were like you know what that worked really well and we're gonna do that for this one and so they did and it's working great so far so it's gonna wow. be like right. actually a good time to play online with street fighter 5 so that's my goal is well, just go ahead and like get into the online <laughs> comprehensive (laughs) (laughs) is is there anything else we want to talk about before the news um i mean i have been getting into more league of legends okay (laughs) oh no not that (laughs) we're just going from like one super complicated competitive scene to another yeah um by the way i mean i know the cast went up late uh this week but my prediction my like obvious prediction was pretty much right, except for I was a little bit surprised when I, I told you Worlds was just going to be a three zero and the better Korean team was going to win. It was actually a three one, and yeah, they still won, wasn't it? But <laughs> they won SKT. SKT, that's what they're called. Um, I said SKT because I think sure you can. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> so Europe uh, just. Bit oh yeah, it. I mean Europe. Europe was gone in the semifinals. Wow. Um but way to the, go, Europe. The, the not as good Korean team, Ku Tigers, their whole like intro video was literally, it was like the weirdest thing because they both had these big like, oh, like here's the intro of the competitors. Uh, Ku Tigers, which was the ones predicted to lose, their video was literally like, yeah, if we can beat SKT, it'll kind of be like defining moment for us, period. <laughs> like it's going to be the biggest thing we've ever done. And SKT's was just like, we're really good. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> um, but I... Props to them because Ku Tigers in the match that they did win, they absolutely crushed it. It was like, it was scary to to watch. It was uh, for, I mean, first of all, it was the only loss that SKT had in the entire tournament, um, the only round lost, which is insanity. But uh, yeah, so it was a, it was a good watch. It was fun and interesting. That's awesome. Cool. Um, well, also, I, I I'm not in it, but I really want to play Overwatch. Oh, I really man. want to play Overwatch. Me too, dude. Uh, I have this like love-hate relationship with with shooters nowadays. Uh, I, I I wonder. It, I wonder uh, if I would like it. I wonder. It's. I was watching some gameplay, and it's like, from what from the best like from the most like baseline, uh, like simplified version. It's essentially what looks like Team Fortress Two, if you kind of put little less emphasis on the guns and more emphasis on every character being like a MOBA champion. Yeah. And that's pretty directly what it is. They have their own abilities and stuff. Yeah. They have like ultimates that they can use. And there's like, there's like 20 characters or something and you can switch on the fly inside the game. So it's like, you're not like, Oh, not like a MOBA where you're like, you know, Oh, I'm reserved to playing the tank or whatever. Like if you get an advantage, you can like, okay, a couple people switch from defensive heroes to offensive. Do you have to respawn to change? I mean like, yeah, like it's like TF2. Okay. (laughs) Um, but yeah, it looks really cool and I really want to get into the beta 
Um, and I'm really hoping that at BlizzCon this weekend, they announce that it's free to play because that would I would be totally good. get the hell into that game. I have a question yeah. for you if you know anything about this because I haven't been following it super close. I just kind of saw gameplay and I was sure. like, ooh. Um, do you know mm-hmm. if that game's going to have anything that's going to keep you coming back to it? Because uh, TF2 didn't have that technically. And I was hoping uh, there'd be not, some sort not of... Not when it launched, at least. Not, not um, when it launches? Or you mean... Well, I mean, no, I mean, TF2 didn't. Right. When it launched. It's like, now they have all the, like, Hats. weapons that a crew kills. Um, yeah, like, collectible stuff that you find. Um, from what I heard, uh, every champion that you play, or every hero... I'm not sure what they're called. I, I think they're called heroes in this case. But uh, each one that you play when you win matches, or when you when you play matches as them you gain experience for that particular hero okay. and that experience levels them up and unlocks. I think it's only visual upgrades, but essentially like the more you play a hero, the more it shows that you play them a lot or whatever. Um, as far as gameplay stuff, I don't think that they had any, any like loadout things or any sort of stuff like that, but there's sort of a level of progression with the heroes i haven't heard much about it aside from another podcast that i listened to where they gushed about it for like two hours all right and so yeah i I, i'm very interested in knowing more about it and i I like the character designs i think they all look really cool yeah the one thing that's oh sorry you're you're good you're good i was just gonna say the tracer looks like the most fun thing ever oh yeah (laughs) go on the the thing that kind of sort of has kept me away from it. I mean, if it's free to play, I'll gladly try it out because no other company can really get away with free to play. Like I want to say Blizzard and Valve can. Right. Because but between all the, the Blizzard free to play games, like like Hearthstone's free to play, right? Is, is yes. Stormwatch free to play? Stormwatch? Stormwatch. Or Stormwatch. Their, their MOBA is oh, Heroes of the Storm. Storm? Storm? Yeah, right, it's free. Right. It was something <laughs> like did and you I mix those two together? I think yeah. I did. But I haven't really heard any like big scandalous <laughs> controversies regarding either games. And the Yeah, um, it's because their their free to play stuff isn't like game breaking, which I think is a big thing that people look out for. Yeah. Heroes of the Storm is expensive. But, but <laughs> if you want to get yeah, anything. Extremely. Like twenty dollars for a skin. Like come yeah, on. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, I mean on. that's that's same with League though. Is it really? Oh, you mean the ultimate skins? But this, like, no, I mean, in Heroes, it's like Heroes is like every skin is very expensive. I'm, I mean, I guess it's a bit lower of a baseline price for League, but yeah, I'm super, it's, it's a, it's a super bit out of touch. They showed a reveal trailer, mm-hmm. and it looked like TF2, and I was like, mm-hmm. okay. I mean, I liked TF2, but I played like 200 hours of it. Eventually, got tired of it. So, so what exactly? should be there as someone who exhausted and got tired of, of TF2. What, what, what is, what is there for me? Um, it seems like this is, uh, I don't know. Okay. So they only have like two modes right now, as far as I know, um, in the beta, but it seems like this game is just going to kind of be a good middle ground, uh, between MOBAs and like a, like a multiplayer shooter. Mm -hmm. Um, low commitment because you could jump in and out of games and they don't last very long. You don't have to stick to the same character the whole game, etc. Um, and it looks like all of these characters have really interesting high skill cap, or at least most of them have very interesting high skill cap things you can pull off, such as, you know, if you're playing the scout or the spy or something oh, yeah. in TF2. The, the scout like, is so fun. Like that. Yeah. Oh, God. But like, like you can easily see the difference between a really good scout and like a mediocre scout. 
The scout's and, the one that plays like the closest to Quake. Right. Yeah. And I, I, from what I've heard, uh, that's another comparison. Just full disclosure, I heard all this on the Co-Optional podcast. So, I mean, if you already listen to that, you're just listening to me reiterate. But uh, they were saying that it's essentially like, like a lot of the characters were built from people who know how to play Quake and who have played Quake a lot. Because okay. there's people I'm, doing like like stuff that's very similar to uh, rocket jumping or conch jumping from Team Fortress 1. Um, I'm, just like I'm very quick movement mechanics. I'm interested now because that was, now that I think back on it, like a really, really crippling flaw in terms of what like I want out of a competitive first-person shooter. Too many of the classes in TF2 had the giant reticule the extremely slow movement just kind of spray and pray classes mm-hmm. whereas when i was the scout I, I felt completely totally in my element with a tiny little laser pointer crosshair that that just needed to be headshots where where i could mm-hmm. zigzag into them and out and yeah if there are like comparisons being made here between between this game and quake mm-hmm. then i'm actually really kind of intrigued by that because yeah, I mean, it, it seems like it's going to be pretty fun. A good um, Quake-style arena shooter does not come out that often anymore. No, not really. No. And, and uh, TF2 in many ways was not even that. They originally planned it to also be on Xbox and PS3 at the same time. And during the first year, which was when I was putting in most of my time to it, you could mm-hmm. really like tell a difference between how certain classes played mm. because of that very reason actually speaking speaking of uh i just saw somebody retweet um looks like overwatch just got confirmed for ps4 and xbox one releases oh cool oh okay okay so interesting well, there's something interesting for all you people who own those and then i was also just saying about how <laughs> how much i'd want it to play like like a super twitchy pc quake clone mm. All right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I'm interested. I'm very interested. I really hope I get into the beta, but I, I'm I'm not hopeful. But I would like to be in the beta. I mean, BlizzCon much. is this weekend, and I'm thinking they're just gonna yeah. be like open beta, bitches. You know, Dude, if I think they do open happen. beta, I'll try it out. I'm I'll uninstall League. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. I won't. I'll, I won't I'll, do that. I'll, but I'll give it a shot. But yeah. All right. So I think. That that was a good a good talk, a good discussion. We we really really let our passions show through. Yeah, mm-hmm. sorry, but <laughs> but soon no, it's fine because soon we're gonna have to go through the slog, the real, no, no. real de- depressing. Actually, uh, there are a couple in this week. A couple a couple, a, l- a little somber bit of news stories this week after after the yeah, break. I- I scrolled down and I saw Konami on the time on they the keep timeline. Coming, so though, like they don't. <laughs> it's not our fault. Yeah, like Konami how how podcast. would we not report on a major closure of a, of a major video game studio after this break? Morning, kids. It's a Pac Man day with my crispy corn cereal coming your way. With marshmallows. Hello, hello, hello. 
Hello. And welcome to the Tavgul cast. What are you laughing at? <laughs> I'm laughing at you. <laughs> okay, Dang. I'm okay with Roasted. that. Roasted. No, it's not, it's not like I wasn't intended to talk normal or something like I'm now. Yeah. Um. So for the very first topic this week, we are rolling over something from last week. This is uh actually quite relevant for um Atlanta area. I was at a mm. Halloween party and I heard some of the people talking about this. Uh, Paradox has purchased White Wolf. Uh, mm-hmm. White Wolf based in Stone Mountain. They're previously owned by a branch of um Eve Online's company CCP that was also headquartered in Atlanta. They are mm-hmm. now, I guess. I don't know if they're moving the headquarters or whatnot, but they are owned by the Swedish now at Paradox Interactive, who um, Mm. have acquired them in a move that I think is kind of okay because CCP wasn't really doing a lot with them. Uh, If you're familiar with tabletop CRPG brands, White Wolf owns the intellectual properties for Vampire the Masquerade and World of Darkness. There was a really, really great Vampire the Masquerade FPS RPG put out in 2003, and then they were planning to do a World of Darkness MMO following that game up. They got caught Mm -hmm. in development hell and then canceled. And that happened about, I want to say a year ago, but it might have been two years ago. And I, strangely enough, have connection, not really, the most tenuous of connections, friends of friends who are actually working on that project and got laid off. And that's kind of why I'm okay with the acquisition because I have a feeling that their uh, new company Paradox might be doing more with them than um, CCP. CCP is is more or less like the Eve company. Paradox, on the other hand, has its fingers in a whole lot of different pies and keeps uh, managing and publishing and developing in-house many different franchises all at the same time. They're they're very, very busy. Hmm. Yeah, it's actually pretty hard for Eve to do any, or CCP to do anything other than Eve at the moment. It seems Eve is huge, and and I'm sure they're they're busy as well, just managing that. But at the same time, it's uh, it's 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 not like you go on their website and see a lineup of multiple projects going on like uh, like like you do with Paradox. Mm-hmm. Paradox is is one of the least hateable. They're they're a pretty pretty good pretty good publisher in terms of how things have been. And going in the game space lately, what do uh, what have they published recently? Like, what's what's some things that I'm not big on on um, publishers or developers? Do I don't really know much. A lot of the 4X grand strategy franchises, Crusader Kings, oh, okay. Europa Universalis, and there's a new one of those coming out every year. They not in the same franchise. They alternate every other year. They also mm-hmm. um, do the Magicka games. They, oh. Um, oh, okay. It's like right. kind of like. Oh, that's right. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. A lot I, of niche games. I was wondering, like, where did. Th- yeah. Yeah. A, a lot of, um, like, the middle tier single A, double A PC only releases that are kind of for, like, weird PC niche franchises. They also um, put out the Mountain Blade franchise, which is getting a big sequel. Oh, really? If not by the end of the year, then, then throughout next year. Hmm. Uh, do do nights so that, of pen and paper cities skylines that kind of sorry hmm. to, to say this one uh, but uh this kind of kills the world of darkness mmo doesn't it which i'm okay with <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know i um i rarely get excited for mmos anyway but i totally wouldn't mind like a solid at rpg like done in the style of vampire the masquerade bloodlines for the world of um, darkness, IP would be like great, 
But, mm. you know, I don't want to get hyped about anything until their actual projects get hyped about, right? Uh, and, and also, this is our next story, which we were talking about before the break, and that is Konami has closed down Kojima Productions LA, which oh. may or may not be called Konami Productions LA, depending on who you ask and when you ask. This <laughs> was uh, rumored on... I believe it was November 2nd by George Brizard and Sam Thompson from 3D Realms and Naughty Dog. Polygon later confirmed it after emailing Konami themselves the day after and got the official news. So they put out... Uh, the, the LA studio was exclusively working on the multiplayer component of Metal Gear Solid Five, which is out on consoles, was not received favorably, but is out and done and, and pretty much complete however the reason why this is really really leery news if you have the pc version of the game is that they haven't launched the multiplayer portion of the pc game they were always scheduled to put that out in january and now the studio that's managing that side of the game is like stripped down to a skeleton staff and incorporated into a centralized unit is is what their quote says that polygon got which Mm. does not bode well if you're looking forward to playing metal gear online on on the pc yeah i think that's dead it's i i I still have hope though i mean i can hope that that maybe they i don't know press the port button just about a couple weeks ago and just have to like polish up the finishing stages now at this point well, there's, even if they do, there's not going to be anything there that support it. Which yeah. which is why it might be okay for like the first week or two. <laughs> but in terms of um, things like anti-cheat and patches, it's 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 not looking great. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be the wild wild west out there. It's it's not going to especially be on great. PC. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, it's not going to be good. Yeah. Um, I mean, in all honesty, I, I, I guess it's because I don't have ties to many Konami IPs, but I would rather that they just fuck off sooner, <laughs> and and then like they they they've been like, oh, we're we're moving on to other things aside from console video games or like home PC video games. <laughs> they keep saying so just, like, they are, but they're not. <laughs> yeah, just fucking do it already. Get it over with. Leave. I don't want to talk about Konami anymore because it just makes me angry. And then when they're gone and then video games have settled down, let's say like a decade from now, because I feel like they're oh, I feel like a they're, they're a jealous and an angry company. Is that what and it'll take them a while to like to like settle. Once they've settled, then people can buy their IPs and make good oh, shit God, off of I was it about instead to of say oh, I really hope it doesn't take ten years for that though. Oh, I mean I, I hope so as well. I mean it if it was if it was in my hands, I'd be like, none of the IPs uh, belong to Konami anymore. Um, they're up for grabs for anybody who wants to make good things, <laughs> and Konami can fuck off. Um, but you know, obviously, I'm not calling the shots. I wish I was. I mean, but, uh, we could still get Bloodstain though, <laughs> so that could be could be good. Right, but like, it's you know, Bloodstain is good, but I want to see the Silent Hill IP go somewhere that will be pleasing to the fans. I want to see Castlevania do the same thing. I want to see. Don't they own like Contra? Yes. Like yeah. Let's let's see the fucking modern Contra. I don't know. I guess my thought is this cool like, shit that they're not gonna fucking do. I guess my thought is we don't we don't need Konami 
anymore. Even for those right. things, it, we just give it a different title and then we're good. Let's just make it There's again. There's still yeah. somebody else. A Silent Hill shaped hole in my heart that has yet to be filled. Like, there could be new IPs, definitely. I mean, I'm always open to new IPs. However, I would love to see, like, a super cool, like, HD Wii U remake of Castlevania 1 <laughs> that plays almost identical but just has, like, super great graphics, you know? That would be And Konami's cool. never going to fucking do that. No. Like... But somebody else might. And then they shut it down. <laughs> I mean, if somebody else might with the, with the mean, rights. You mean you with know? the rights. Kinda, right, 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 right. And it's just not, sad that they might not actually have those rights for a whole 10 years. Because you did say a whole decade, and I hate imagining that, but it's I, easy just, to imagine that with Konami. Yeah, that is my, my cynical, pessimistic time like a lot frame. of a lot of the really weirder moves that they've been doing the past year like uh like like stripping Kojima's name off of the boxes on the websites for a week renaming yeah. the studios oh and 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 resetting the employee's email address like it's weird stuff that seems so it seems personal very petty like it's yeah. guided by someone's personality rather than cold, irrational, economic math. Slept with someone's wife or something. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Hey, it hey, it, it hey, seems hey, like hey. a grudge. Kojima is an attractive yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'll get down with that. <laughs> He's got you know those beautiful JF Ray eyewear available for purchase <laughs> now. Um. Okay, okay, we got to move on. There's actually not a lot to go through. We're, we're, we're going in a nice clip. Uh, we got another big acquisition happening this week. This one's super weird. I can totally understand an active games publisher wanting to buy an inactive games rights holder with cool rights. I cannot really see the logic behind Activision, on the other hand, buying King for $5.9 billion. Yeah. And wow. King made Candy Crush, if you yes, guys didn't know that. Which, which is very lucrative, but is it $6 billion lucrative? Like, maybe two years ago it was. Ah. Kotaku provided some statistics. They say Candy Crush has uh, earned $1.3 billion in revenue in 2014 alone, which still means that they're short by a lot of billions of dollars. Well, yeah, and looking at that, like, unless they grow that profit five, four times, unless they grow it four times next year to pay out to Activision, then... I like then this payout is going to either be a long time coming or it's not going to happen at all. And I think it's not going to happen at all because I think Candy Crush, while it lasted longer than than what Mafia Wars or whatever the fuck Zynga made, like it's going to fall eventually. It's not going to be around all the time. Striking it big with these kind of games is such dumb luck. Not only that, but keeping them big is pretty much futile. I don't think, or futile, not feudal, like well, feudal Japan, but. But the thing is on this is like. <laughs> the thing is on this with Candy Crush being bought is that they now own the right to Candy Crush itself, which is in yeah. itself a name. So if they made Candy Crush 2, they could continue to push that to the older people that I know that play on iPhones 
and they would know the name and they would think, oh, there's another one that could have cooler stuff in it, you know? Oh, Candy Crush War- Warcraft. I mean, Candy Craft. The, the, the movie. Mm-hmm. Craft Craft. Yeah. <laughs> craft Craft. Crush Craft. The, Crush the, craft. the gritty, gritty dystopian reboot of Candy Crush that's like, it's like the next uh, fucking Willy Wonka <laughs> movie. Johnny Depp in it. Rated oh, PG-13. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. They they say fuck once in it. <laughs> one nipple is allowed to be in one scene. One guy nipple. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Candy Crush, lucrative name and everything. I just six billion dollars, so much money. It is. I can't imagine yeah, six, what that six, looks like. Like I said, if they would have made this investment, not not this much money. I think it's just stupid across the board for six billion. But an investment in buying King maybe two years ago, oh, there definitely. would have been profits in it for them. I think this is a massive gamble. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of massive gambles, uh, Blizzard has been gambling <laughs> the rights of a Warcraft movie for a hell of a long time. I don't, I don't I, know if that was a good segue. Well, it's it's still. Whatever, we're here now. We're talking yeah. about the Warcraft movie, and this is a project okay. that kind of, sort of, has been in development hell. Like, I think I remember hearing about this project back in, like, 2007, and I'm going to Google it really quickly and, and try to get a very, like, brief, super fast history lesson. Was, okay, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm thinking of something else. Wasn't... Maybe it was the Halo movie. What was oh. what was the one that was rumored forever ago to be Halo directed by Peter one. Jackson? Yeah, yeah, Peter Jackson, it was the Halo movie, and then we got okay, we got okay. tried, uh, and, and District that's how Nine District Nine was made, right? From, yeah. from the experiences the and, and the, the yeah. assets of the Halo movie. Oh, really? And, yeah. and the, um, was, the marketing campaign they did for Halo Three. <laughs> 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 those those little shorts <laughs> that um showed the little battle dioramas. Of aliens going meh, where uh, Peter Jackson had a had a little bit of his finger in those, but hmm. yeah, I'm looking oh. at uh, the Wikipedia article right now. In May 9th, 2006, Blizzard Entertainment and Legendary Pictures announced they would develop a live action Warcraft movie. 2006. So fast Jeez. forward nine years, <laughs> and on the Legendary YouTube channel, who apparently don't have. That much of a press, eighty-eight thousand subscribers. Anyways, on on oh. two days ago, in in nine years after they officially announced this movie, we have a teaser trailer, just fifteen seconds. And the it's weirdest a good thing, fifteen seconds. It is though. a damn good fifteen seconds. <laughs> um, <laughs> to to be fair, we had I think it was a month ago. Did maybe maybe you guys missed it? I, I like saw it and I didn't post about it, but I think it was Lee uh, first who um, who showed it to me. The uh, they actually had like a hint that the the WoW movie or the Warcraft movie was being made. They released a uh, one of those like fancy ass 3D uh, YouTube videos where you can like 360 the 360 YouTube videos where you can like drag the camera around. Mm-hmm. Have you seen those? Oh, yeah. 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 And it was like, you're on a griffin flying above Stormwind. Oh, cool. And there's a shot, that first shot is of a guy jumping onto a griffin 
Yeah. yeah. It, so oh, it like, looks so good. It does. Hang on. Let me see if I can like, spread his legs out. such good yeah. CGI. I don't know how, like I'm having that problem where I can't tell if it's CGI or not if I squint, even though everyone still has cartoony World of Warcraft shoulder pads. I want to point you know out. What? If they took those out, you know, you know, you wouldn't, it wouldn't look right. Let's see. So I'm trying right. to get to the spot they, here. How did oh, they wow. do that? Okay. Here's, I, I'm linking it to you guys so you can watch along. Uh, first of all, the Skies of Azeroth Storm video where it shows Stormwind is fucking awesome. Uh, looks great. And it is on Legendary's YouTube channel. Yeah. And it was three months ago that this was put out. So, wow, this this might have been the real teaser. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this looks good, too. Oh, look at the also, feathers. Someone, top comment, it says, if you watch on your smartphone, you can move your phone around. Oh, uh, yeah. As, yeah that's like, a... to angle the camera. That's fucking cool. It's wow. a YouTube thing. But yeah, nine years in the making. The CGI looks yeah. fantastic. We don't have much to go on besides 15 seconds of just a damn, damn good looking video. I usually yeah. try not to get excited over just visuals and nothing else. But holy crap, like <laughs> the shots they picked for this little 15 second thing really like like that's that's the money shot. It maybe right. Like, at, yeah, <laughs> right at about 10 seconds. There is a human man who has a blunderbuss, and it seems really awkward to me seeing an actual. Okay, I think I, I, think I saw something gun. about this, but it also is is like uncanny valley CG. Like uh, I was talking about that earlier. Like I can't tell if these are real actors or not, even though the outfits they're wearing are so cartoony. And like, look at the size <sighs> of his forehead. Like, like no one. No one has a head that looks like it. Still First looks of all, like yes, Warcraft. They do. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't look First of all, bad. yes, they do. Matt's Matt's fucking Skype picture is Will Smith, and his forehead is at least two times that size. <laughs> um, second of all, these actually don't look that like that cartoony of armor. Based like it's definitely realized or realisticized just a tad. Not, it's like so that, it doesn't look like you're looking at a cartoon. It's like that almost cosplay look that they where they use that like material war blood yeah. or whatever. I'm, I'm not, I'm not okay. using cartoony as a derogative sense. Like I actually am incredibly impressed by how they managed to balance the style. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Granted, I'm just saying like it. It doesn't look that cartoony to me. It looks just pretty damn cool. I mean, if you go to like four seconds in the trailer, there's a. I, what I assume is Uther holding a sword up or some king. I don't know. Some king guy in fucking Stormwind holding a sword man. up and there's some guards there. Yeah. Warcraft generic male with beard. Um, and and there's some knights there and they got some pretty cool armor. It doesn't look oversized. And, and the sage over to the right hand side looks it it, it, it looks like Warcraft. He, yeah, he, he, that sage does not look like he was in there when they filmed. Yeah, it. right. Like they, like they, they, they stapled him in, and the family looks stapled in as well. Yeah, well, it's it's like <laughs> they're moving still CGI. They're moving. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's fine. Yeah. I don't. If the story is fine, like I, I watch a bad CGI all the time. Like it's not gonna bother me that much if it's not perfect. You know. But dang, yeah. man, I, I mean, it looks good, and I just keep watching the first two seconds, and that's good enough for me. <laughs> oh, where the guy jumps off! I need a gif eagle. of that. Yeah, <laughs> a gif. Here yeah. we go. Um, okay, okay. I'm, I'm, he's off. He's what? off to save the hobbits and more. Want to wave, uh, George? Want to wave? Want to ride I, the wave? I I will swear by my WAV file <laughs> because there's no e in the extension. Mm -hmm. But 
it doesn't matter because you call it a JPEG and there's no A-Y after the J. English. If you still phonetically pronounce JPEG with the words you see on the screen, then Halo 5 would be the franchise's biggest launch yet. Okay, this 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 topic really surprised me though because like we keep seeing fives come up and we keep seeing fives get really good sales numbers and in like many other mediums you typically see like a trickle down after the first after the first uh, installments launch but but Halo I've been looking it up it it gets higher and higher with every number. Yeah. Halo 5 set the franchise record for best-selling day one and just best-selling in wow. general. They got uh, 400 million on day one, five bill or oh, week one, that is. Five billion mm. for the franchise's lifetime. That beats Halo 4, which previously held the record, which also really surprised me because they were handing that off to a new developer years after... The uh, regularly scheduled launch cycle well into the later years of the Xbox 360's life and still set the record with Halo 4. They got a gross of $220 million on launch day, $300 million on launch week, and that beat Halo Reach, which set the previous record, even though it wasn't a numerical sequel. Damn. Yeah, that's it's, really surprising. It's weird, really weird to me. Every Halo yeah, I, think- I play, I feel like it loses a little bit of itself and it, it's keep still keep selling. But that's you know, that's the gaming industry in a nutshell, isn't that? Uh do you think I mean, uh Destiny not mm. being what it could have been could have played any role Ooh. in this? That's an interesting question. Like boosted the sale. Well, because Destiny but still Destiny's going sold good, well. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah, like yeah it, but it's not I mean, Halo. Going though. good or not, people are salty as fuck over vanilla Destiny. I know I am. I don't even fucking play it. I don't even own a PS4. <laughs> but they made the Taken <laughs> King and made bad. it good. <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah. like there was still a lot of um, negativity and reviews of cycling its vanilla version, but it wasn't the kind of negativity that translated over into sales. Like, it was a mainstream success, and I guess it's because yeah. of the marketing budget and the from the makers of Halo name, um, mm. and also because like that's the kind of game that's popular in the mainstream right now, like a reliable time sink that will last you a year, like something yeah. built for repetition and grinding is fine with the public so long as it just feels good to grind repetitively. Like like Blizzard right. figured that out decades ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or maybe a decade ago, but doesn't even feel that good either. What do you think Hearthstone is? Or <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, this—the only thing that I have to say about Halo Five is, uh, fuck you, Microsoft, and fuck you, Bungie, for not putting in split-screen co-op. You've oh, literally destroyed the only thing that made thing. me love so Halo so much. About this news, they yeah. broke the record, even though. They don't have exactly. one of the flagship original features. Exactly. So, in that sense, now I have a, a, a f- interesting question. Yes. Do you think that their decision to not include a split screen factored into more people buying the game because they didn't have the mm. ability to play it at a friend's house, oh, so they had to play online with their friend? The, cons- the tinfoil hat has been applied. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, it does. Like, 
even if it wasn't intentional, even if it was just to be like, oh, we wanted to preserve our graphics, like, fuck you, give me a split screen, played all the Halos in split <laughs> just, screen, I've played every in 60 Halo game. mode and we'll be fine. I, I have fucking gone through the campaign with the same friend on every Halo game up to this point. I am the same uh, way. Legendary. In the same everything. fucking way. In the same yes. way. Sitting on the couch, yes. me and him, getting fat, just playing through the Halo, <laughs> laughing at the story. That's, that's all we that did. That is... That is the the fucking. Now he has to buy I don't, Xbox I don't even, One. The magnum opus Halo experience for me is fucking split screening with my couch buddy, and now it's not possible. Well, there was a <sighs> uh, an article put on by Gamespot. I know that that was talking about how Halo Five can't have split screen because of how the engine was done, but Halo Six they actually are looking at putting it back in. No, I, I bet Halo Five experience. didn't have split screen because. Because that's just more work to add to their to-do list. Yeah. I remember well, they were also talking... They also did the uh, frame rate justification and said that the physics engine would screw up if, if it ran at full 60, which they're probably not wrong, but at the same time, don't program your game logic by the frame rate. Yes. I wonder yeah. how simple Please that is. Do that. Like, is that just like obvious or not? I don't know. When I talk to my engineering friends about it... They get flustered hearing about when games do that. It really, <laughs> really makes them nervous, which is totally like anecdotal anyway, right? But still, yeah, I don't know. Enough games don't do it. Like I can, I, I make an excuse for fighting games because fighting games, every frame is super duper important and has to matter. Mm-hmm. But for a lot of other things but that you are, you can play split screen in fighting games. <laughs> you don't need split screen. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay. You can play on the same couch as somebody is all I'm saying. Uh, what I'm saying is I'm not <laughs> buying an Xbox One. It's not going to fucking happen. Let me play my damn Halo with somebody. Matt, you have, I you have to an go, Xbox I want to go hang out with Todd. Yeah. And now I can't do that. And I bought it for Halo. I bought it for Halo, dude. Did you buy Halo? Yeah, yeah I, I did not. Okay. I did oh, not no? because oh, I no. waited for the reviews. No, no, I, ha- I have the collection. I have the collection, and I play through split screen. That's because that's what me and my friend does. We 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 get it, and we play through split screen. We do it for every every single Halo, legendary. Yeah. Go through it. We have fun just because it's Halo. We, we it's nostalgia. You know, we've been doing yeah. it for for so long. Back on PC, landing it up in in his garage. You know, like those were the high moments, and we just kind of you know like. We, when we when you don't spend a lot of time with someone that that is that thing that brings you mm-hmm. together and then you just yeah. you know, play it it's mm-hmm. that it's, it's that old land couch experience and they took that away like I whoa, 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 I gotta yeah. tell them oh get an Xbox One now like it's just like why why for one game there's nothing else on the yeah. systems yeah why is, I'm is, not gonna is uh, is it bad I mean is it, the game the Xbox okay? One or the game the, the game. game. Uh, I heard the story was really short, four hours. Oh yeah, I heard about that really? too. Really? Which is amazing because and you don't get to play we're as in Master the midst Chief of um the 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 Order eighteen eighty six's controversy, which uh, which but the Order eighteen eighty six doesn't have a a expansive multiplayer community. Yeah. Also, yeah. it wasn't short and sweet. I heard. I heard it was just. Oh, it was just short. Yeah. So. So I don't know, like it has an 85 on Metacritic, which I don't give a crap about Metacritic, but like it, right. it, it, the user scores are pretty bad. Um, that's that's surprising, especially with Halo, because all throughout the series, I, I've just known, like I associate Halo with like 
long levels. Like, mm-hmm. you don't jump into a Halo level real quick to just, like, plow through it, like, you know, in, like, yeah. ten minutes. It's not a Call a Halo of Duty is like an campaign. hour, hour and, and a half experience. A strangely memorable level at that. Yeah, like, I, I can tell you all about fucking Halo 1, Halo 2, Halo 3. Like, I, uh, like, like all those I levels remember the layout of these giant levels. Yeah, it's uh, it's really interesting. I remember ODST, like the like that's probably one of the best. The music, everything that that was Halo, and and just to see this, like this, like Halo Four was weird enough. Now I I just Halo Four was very weird. I I, Halo Five, I don't even want to touch it for four hours. Sixty dollars for four hours. I I don't play the multiplayer like I used to. I don't. I I like my. I'm I'm an old school guy. I'm an old old guy. All right. I like my Halo one, two, and three. Okay. And if anything, if anything, uh, that four hours would be would be made a little more uh, justifiable. I I would be able to swallow that if I knew that I could go back and play it on different difficulties with a friend on my couch, uh, but I can't. Uh, uh, uh. Oh. Full circle. Oh my gosh, I'm actually pretty Fuck. pissed off. <laughs> Fuck you on AAA <laughs> fucking games and your no couch bullshit. No, it's fine, they promised they do it with Halo 6. It's gonna be alright. They, they made their money, right? So I'll just wait for the... I'll just wait for the... Halo five through or four through six double remastered on the <laughs> on the X, X, Xbox next next box or whatever. Next I don't box, fucking, yeah. Hey, there we go. The X, X cube. Xbox two. Xbox full circle. <laughs> X, Xbox entirely <laughs> rotated around. X, the Xbox sphere mid or X bone. Let's <laughs> call it X bone. That's if the best. If they called it the X bone, that would just bring it full circle. Because they called this one the Xbox One. So now, what do we call yeah. the Xbox yeah. to differentiate oh, it? The, the, anyways, anyways, enough with that. We, we got very very quickly wrapping up with this like barely an anti story here. This had me right. really excited when I saw the headline. And of course, it turned out to be kind of goop. Uh, Alan Wake 2 has been confirmed. Which is nice. funny because like, I, I don't, I, I'm not a super huge fan of Alan Wake, but I felt there was a lot of potential there. But I am a super huge fan of the two Max Payne games that Remedy did before Alan Wake. Anyways, it turns out that uh, the, the confirmation in this story is an extremely fast series of 101 questions that Game Informer filmed for a borderline novelty video with Sam Lake in which... The interviewer asks, will we ever get to play Alan Wake 2? Sam Lake snaps, yes. In the middle of questions like, will I ever be able to eat myself from the inside out? And also, (laughs) do you know how to play? Like like joke questions, and then this real thing, and there's just like nothing there. And yeah, whatever. I don't know Hmm. how seriously we can take this official confirmation. I mean, as much as I really, really did like Alan Wake 1, Mm -hmm. uh... I also find it hard to take this seriously because the whole game is based around a pun that the guy's name, when shortened, is A Wake. Mm-hmm. And fucking hell, that is the whole game in a nutshell. It it really is inspired by that certain horror author. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, the first two words in the game are Stephen King, and it never really? lets you forget that. Like that's right. I forgot about that. Most of the words in the game <laughs> script are probably Stephen or King. Yeah, uh, I just, I just realized the irony of 
what you said. <laughs> and he'll never let you forget that. And I, like, I, I, I really, forgot about really that. I really love the idea about it, though, and I feel like it kind of got rushed out from its publisher because they originally planned it as a sandbox-style uh, Twin Peaks game. <laughs> and what we got was a kind of, like, weird cover shooter Gears of War thing with mm. a horror atmosphere, but not really, like, horror gameplay. Yeah, I, I have to sh- uh, shamefully admit that when you said sandbox, like my my mind's Google search immediately fucking filled it in with sur- open world survival horror with light elements of crafting. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, might I not just, have been the case. Like when they were first pitching it way back when the Xbox 360 was being revealed, the closest comparison was Dead Rising. Which oh, yeah. is a sandbox game, yes, but might be the closest thing to Majora's Mask that has come out since Majora's Mask, where what you do and where you go in the sidebox in a pre in the sandbox in a pre-scripted three-day cycle determines how the story plays out. That's how replayability happens, and it also gives room for a lot of cool and well-crafted, but also player-driven scenarios that developers can play in and then alan wake would have been great as that kind of game it's not necessarily mm-hmm. what we got but there's still potential there mm. and yeah what i mean this is like the kind of thing where i was like oh alan wake 2 has been confirmed why am i not hearing about it on all these other websites and then i clicked the link and <laughs> found it's kind out of why. a bullshit yeah, it's, confirmation it's a bullshit story <laughs> but i mean i still i don't know i wanted to talk about it because you guys are my friends and it was an experience i had this week <laughs> <laughs> See, you got it. You got it. Experience. All right. All right. Yeah, we're so, done. So, so the WoW subscribers are down. Well, what's up with that? That that oh, random story that right. got they got slide to the yeah uh, yeah. Not not, not surprising. Wait, where did it go? We were talking about cartoonish armor. It's right here. So it's right. It's right. Oh, it's right. Here. What? I'll what make it bigger fuck? for you. There it is. It's long been a- <laughs> story short, uh, just because we were actually running quite kind of long yeah, yeah, yeah. already. Yeah, yeah. Long story short, uh, Blizzard isn't reporting on on World of Warcraft subscriber numbers anymore because they said it's essentially it's not a good metric to judge the game's success on. I suppose the real reason is it's going to get lower every year. Yeah, the real reason is they just don't want to show you. But I mean, like two. I don't know. I mean, like, it's expected. I don't see why it's yeah. unexpected. When they're releasing a bunch of games, like, especially time sync games, which is pretty much all that Blizzard puts out, like, it's not surprising that the big Blizzard fans don't play all of them. Like, it, it's, it's when I played Diablo 3, I didn't play any other Blizzard game. When I played World of Warcraft, I did not play any other Blizzard game. When I will eventually be playing Overwatch, I'm not going to be playing Hearthstone. I'm not going to be playing D3. It's like, it's their games require so much input and so much time, like, to put into it that it just doesn't allow you to play their other games. So when they release so many new games, like they have been doing, and I don't know, it's just yeah, it's not surprising. And then they're starting, especially because there's so much. There's a buffet to pick from with these yeah. free-to-play games that are coming out, you know? Oh, yeah. They're, yeah. they're also currently reporting 5.5 million, which is fine. Yeah. But for a it, nine-year-old subscription-based MMO in 2015, that's totally fine. I think the runner-up is right now is Final Fantasy fourteen, which mm-hmm. hit 5 million. Very, very Did close second. Really? But wow. the fact that it took nine years for something, something, 
other thing to finally catch up. Nine years of WoW clones. The one that actually managed to do it had to be relaunched after a yep. disastrous vanilla launch. And yep. yeah, like like it's easy to be snarky about them not wanting to report on this number lowering, but the reality is that the number that they're lowering is still astronomically high and kind of an accomplishment to begin with. Yeah. Mm. And people don't know the no, the the numbers that they they reached. They're <laughs> they're at like 12 million at one time a few years oh, back God. It and was, it just it was slowly went down. A a moderately sized city. Yes. Like like a a small country. Was <laughs> World of Warcraft at its peak. 5.5 million is still ridiculous they're still gonna buy their their you know their 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 island okay to, to, to visit <laughs> yeah. all right they're, they're still making money <laughs> uh yeah and i think the reason why i kept skipping over it on the outline was because it um blended in with the warcraft trailer right that's what i said we were talking we were too busy talking about cartoonish armor yeah oh god i feel really bad about skipping that one out because that's that's a fun story too it's like they're too shamed to admit that they're going to fall under 5 million subscribers. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I mean, I mean, just again, though, it's like when when you have, uh, you know, you have D3, you have StarCraft 2, which is still being played a lot, um, and a new expansion's coming out, isn't it? Yeah. And a new D3 expansion is supposedly supposedly going to be uh, announced this weekend at BlizzCon. Starcraft um, has you one have Hearthstone. coming out in five days. Yeah. yeah. So you have a Starcraft expansion, a D3 expansion. You have Hearthstone, which is free to play. You have Heroes of the Storm, which is free to play. And you have Overwatch, which is coming soon and is probably going to be free to play. It's, it should not be any surprise to anybody that WoW is going down. Also, like I don't even play Blizzard games, but even then, the the ubiquity of them is terrifying. Like, well, how many other game companies have a convention? Uh, there's there's yeah, there's QuakeCon, and that's the only one I can think of, and it's like squeaking comparison. Uh, oh Eve yeah, MineCon <laughs> exists. EveCon yeah, yeah. exists, or is it CC? It whatever they call it. Yeah, there's an Eve Online convention. Oh yeah, but it's, you're right. I think it's in Iceland or something. So, yeah, yeah. (laughs) No offense to all of our Icelandic listeners, right? (laughs) Well, I mean, when when the place is called Iceland, it it doesn't exactly sound like a summer vacation. (laughs) I mean, it sounds like that sounds like where BlizzCon should be. Yeah, there you go. Wow, nice. Okay, is this the part where, where the cane shows yeah, up to like let's, snatch let's, Jimmy let's... off the stage? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. After that happens, uh, uh... <laughs> sorry, I was Perfect. a little late on that. Of course, no, it's all right. That app should really just be quicker to open. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, so there is the app's fault. It should just come. Right. There should be a button on everyone's cell phone. <laughs> yeah, like like lock button, volume buttons, air horn. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I hear someone putting up their volume. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to to make sure that that I wouldn't get any unexpected chimes and look what happened. Um yeah, so yeah, we're we're going we're going to wrap up. Thanks thanks Zach for showing up. Yeah, man. It was mm-hmm. it was, it wait, was wait, great. Wait, great on, podcast. Zach? Yeah. Zach. Yeah. Zach. Zach. Wait a minute. Zach wait a minute. Have I been calling you Zach this whole time? Don't I don't know. Have you? <laughs> I, I think I've been calling you Zach this whole time. Wow, my mind has been blown. Okay, anyways, uh, yeah, Z E C H Zach. Yeah. Right. I'll just call you Mr. Frost. Right? <laughs> just call it that. That's, that's that fine. sounds cool. 
Nice to meet you, Mr. Frost. Okay. So, speaking of Mr. Frost, where the hell can uh, listeners find you, well, Zach, you can, and the things that you do? There's two places. There's, of course, we talked about it earlier, but youtube.com forward slash beardboys. Um, I'm on there a lot. And uh, every Saturday, we run, uh, the Beard Boys run the Saturday Night Slam stream over on the That One Video Gamer Twitch stream. And uh, we play with people there, like fighting games and other yeah. games, too, mm-hmm. like Rocket League sometimes and Splatoon. We have a good time. Yeah, it is a good time. It's a great, great little community. Oh, man, I want to play Splatoon more. So, Dude, me too. Uh, what, what, what night is it? S- Saturday. Saturday or yeah, Sunday? Every Saturday. Saturday. Okay. It's a good I'm, time. I'm thinking about getting on. What time on Saturdays? It varies. <laughs> it varies, but it usually goes for a long time, and it typically starts around evening time on the east coast yeah it, so it's like that, that is a so general time to catch in. up <laughs> it's the beginning of the night on the east ahead. coast yeah. yeah yeah it's like um, we, we try to start around 6 p.m eastern yeah that's our goal but cool. it doesn't always happen <laughs> fuck we didn't talk about the mario maker update wait there was another one oh yeah the areno update wait did they do anything oh, else wait. though wait wait did we talk about the mario maker update last week with the checkpoints yeah Okay, never mind. We talked about it. Where can we find your stuff, Matt? Uh, at Mikhail Visual. Um, God, just say the right thing for <laughs> once. I, I'm, I, you, you, we you were just dissing. To, I, do you as, want any followers? Iceland, Iceland. Uh, you know, we were dissing them, so I had to use I an sw- Iceland name. You know. Oh gosh. <laughs> I like to think that Iceland you. name. It would just be like a string of consonants. That would be impossible to say. Our, our one listener in Iceland is probably just like, God, you guys, okay, I get it. Fuck. <laughs> the only town with internet. Anyway, youtube.com oh slash God. Just roasting Iceland for no reason. <laughs> Tune in next week where we explain the bush. We may or may not explain it. Probably So the not, name of that Icelandic volcano that erupted a few years ago... And 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 canceled everyone's flights was called Ijaflarg and Larg Local. George, where can we find your content? <laughs> YouTube.com slash Bunny Hop. I was gonna say I Shark and Flark and Joke. Bunny Hop Show but is where yes, it is. Yes. Thanks for listening, everybody. Rate us five stars on iTunes if you like the show. Share us with your friends. Don't share us with your mom. She probably won't like it. If she will like wow. it, if you think that's a possibility, then you can, but, you know. You can find Jimmy um, at youtube.com forward slash Sundergamer. Yeah, thanks, Zach. No I appreciate that. You can also <laughs> you find Zach. me also on some other shows on youtube.com forward slash Beardboys. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, that's a cool thing that I'm a part of and Zach is a part of. And we're going to be playing some games on there soon. So go, 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 Watch go, 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 subscribe. Our, all of our stuff. Be a friend. <laughs> go watch Bob Ross on Twitch. On that's Facebook. my favorite thing this week. I should have said that when what things I've been playing. The, I've been playing Bob watching Ross. Bob Ross. The crater of the volcano is named Myrdalsk Skull. Bye. 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 <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>